0: teacher will correct your homework and check it to make sure you're making progress. Find out more now. Our Trimestrales at Vaughn. Small groups, only four to six students per class, and the class is focused on speaking and using the language. Contact us and find out about Trimestrales with one of our dynamic Vaughn teachers. You won't regret it. No te arrepentirás. More information at GrupoVaugan.com Hello there, this is Fitz. I want to talk to you about the Curso de
2: Inglés Online, the Baugan. 99 euro for one year of classes. You can spread the 99 euro over three months. It's 30 cents per day. All the Vaughan favorites are in there. Richard Vaughan, Richard Brown, Jimena Holiday, Kyle Miller, Alberto Alonso. Curso de Inglés Online, (laughs) Baugan.com. Esta es La Hora Extra con Richard
1: Bunga. Hello and welcome. Monday. Today is Monday. Monday's edition of The Extra Hour. Good evening. I hope you're doing well. I wish you the best. I'm fine. But let's get going. Let's continue trying to reach paragraph number 1000, which maybe we'll never reach. But it doesn't matter. Uh, the joy is in the effort. The joy is in the effort. So, paragraph number 287. Well, we still have a long way to go. In any case, paragraph 287. Are you ready? Go. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe that. I never expected to have a problem like this. Now, what are we going to do? The only thing that occurs to me right now is to start legal proceedings. Hmm. I think this paragraph I did last week. But let's look at it again. I can't believe they did that. 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 I never expected to have a problem like this. I never expected Expected I never expected to have to have a problem like this, you see. Now, what are we going to do? Now, what are we going to do? You know, in view of this situation, in view of this problem, now, what are we going to do? I have no idea what to do. I don't really know. I can't believe they did that. I can't believe they did that. I never expected to have a problem like this. Oh, Now, what are we going to do? The only thing that occurs to me right now is to start legal proceedings. Oh, wow. O ir a los tribunales. Lo único que se me ocurre ahora mismo es, con, es iniciar procedimientos legales, se dice en inglés. Legal proceedings. To go to court. To sue. That's the only thing that occurs, occurs, occur, occur. Se me ocurre. It occurs to me. The only thing that occurs to me, occurs. The only thing that occurs to me, the only things that occurs to me right now, in estos momentos, is right now, is to start legal proceedings. To start legal proceedings. So, what shall we do? Shall we start legal proceedings? Or shall we do nothing? Yes. I don't know. I can't believe they did that. I never expected to have a problem like this. Now what are we going to do? My God, what are we going to do now? The only thing that occurs to me, lo único... O sea, la única cosa. The only thing that occurs to me eh, right now, the only thing that occurs to me right now is to start legal proceedings. Okay, well, good luck on your legal proceedings. All right, that happens sometimes. To go to court. Yes, I remember last week I was talking, right at the end of the hour, of the extra hour last Thursday, I was talking about the gypsies, Remember? Platos tengas y que los ganes. I think it's expression. Platos tengas y los ganes. I can't. Pl- Platos. Let me see if I can find it. Platos tengas y los ganes. Es una maldición gitana. It's a it's a a gypsy uh, curse curse. See si you are curse 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 curses no course que es un curso, curso de inglés, an English course. Pleitos tengas y los ganes, all right, yeah, all right. The idea servir a las cuantiosas pérdidas que puede acarrear un pleito, tanto si se gana como si no. Pues aunque resulte favorable a la ascendencia, lo habitual es que no se quede uno solo. No, no se quede en uno solo con el consiguiente gasto que en ocasiones acarrea la ruina. You know, if you win the if you win the court case, if you win the trial, if you win the court case, well then you'll probably be uh, more inclined to get involved in future court cases. In the end, you spend a fortune and it can ruin you. So the gypsies just say, pleitos tenga y los ganes," because then you'll have more and more. <laughs> Interesting. All right. So, and it's pretty true, I think I the, the best thing it's it's a bit with operations too. You know, cirugia, surgery. You should try to avoid it if possible. Of course, sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes it's absolutely recommendable to undergo surgery. Uh, but for court cases, it's very recommendable to try to resolve the differences outside of the court. Because once you're in court, you, it's an incredible amount of money that you end up spending and time as well. Lost sleep. It's just, it's just better to avoid it. All right. Let's go on to paragraph number 289. Uh, Before blowing out the candles, you need to close your eyes and make a wish. If you don't make a wish, you'll never have a wish come true. (laughs) That's true. Before blowing out the candles, Jimmy, you need to close your eyes and make a wish. Okay, here's a little boy or a little girl. It's the birthday party. Maybe there are four candles, three or four candles on the cake. And the mother says, Now, Jenny... Before blowing out the candles, you need to close your eyes and make a wish. If you don't make a wish, you'll never have a wish come true. All right. Before blowing out the candles, probably the mother, if she's speaking to her three-year-old daughter, probably she wouldn't say before blowing out the candles. She would probably say before you blow out the candles. Antes de que soples las velas. It's better, well, better English. No, it's simply a, a bit higher level English to use the uh, ing, gerund form after the preposition, before blowing up, before coming, before doing that. But in everyday language, it's more common for native English speakers to conjugate. Before you come, Antes de que vengas. Claro, in Spanish, you can say, antes de de venir, uh, llama a Pedro. Antes de que vengas, llama a Pedro. Perhaps in Spanish, it's more common, antes de venir. But in English, no. Both are correct and perfect. Before coming, call Pedro. Before you come, call Pedro. Now, in everyday language, it's more common the second. Before you come, before you blow out the candles... You need to close your eyes and make a wish. Yeah, before you blow out the candles. But here it says before blowing, which is also perfect. Before blowing out the candles, you need to close your eyes and make a wish. In Spanish, you say, Cierra los ojos y pide un deseo. We say, hacer un deseo. make, with a verb to make. Before blowing out the candles, you need to make a wish. You need to close your eyes and make a wish. If you don't make a wish, you'll never have a wish come true. Un deseo hecho realidad. Yes. So, it it becomes true. A wish come true. A wish come true. A dream come true. Un sueño hecho realidad. A dream come true and a wish come true. Curiosa forma de hablar in English. Deseo venido verdad. Venido a verdad. A wish come true, a dream come true. It was a dream come true. Un sueño hecho realidad. A wish come true. So, but Jenny, before blowing out the candles, you need to close your eyes. You need to close your eyes and make a wish. Make a wish. Make a wish. Make a wish. If you don't make a wish, wish. If you don't make a wish, you'll never, nunca entenderás. You will never. You'll never have. You'll never have a. Have a. ¿Qué have a? Have a wish. ¿Dónde tendrás un sueño o un deseo hecho realidad? You'll never have a wish. You'll never have a wish. You'll never have a wish. You'll never have a, have a, have a, have a, have a wish. Have a wish, have a wish, have a wish. Love the have. is bizarre. Aquí. Have a wish. You'll never have a wish come true. The wish... Yes. Wish. Strong SH. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you. Okay. Shall we continue? To paragraph 290, eh? We're progressing today, eh? Not bad. Alright. If it doesn't rain soon, the city hall is going to start water restrictions. That'll mean you can't water the plants and flowers in your garden. Okay. Well, oh. yes. If it doesn't rain soon, the city hall is going to start water restrictions. That'll mean that you can't water the plants and flowers in your garden. Some people have beautiful gardens, and they spend so much time and effort and sometimes money creating their garden and taking care of their garden, looking after their garden. I remember one house in Austin, Texas, On the route I used every day to drive to the campus of the University of Texas and then drive back, I passed every day a house twice, at least twice. They had just an incredible rose garden. I mean, it was in the newspapers every year. And the, they had maybe a thousand roses were blossoming at the right time of the year. And I can imagine what would be the problem, you know, if there were, if in Austin there were, water restrictions, water restrictions. So, water restrictions is when it when there's a drought. A drought is when it's not raining. A drought, D R O U G H T, drought, drought, drought. Sikia. And when there's a drought, well. Then often in some cities or in many cities, the municipal government or the city hall or the town hall. I recommend local government. It's the easiest to say, to pronounce, and the easiest to remember. Gobierno local, local government, municipal, mew, but I can, I can pronounce mew, como todos, miura, municipal government, city hall, town hall. All four are very common. I recommend local government. I think it's the easiest to say and the easiest to remember. But here it says City Hall. City Hall. If it doesn't rain soon, if it doesn't rain soon, si no llueve pronto, if it doesn't rain soon, the City Hall is going to start water restrictions, which means you can only perhaps water the lawn, water the grass, water the flowers, water your garden, once every other day or something, on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Those are days in which it's allowed to water. And if the drought continues, the water restrictions continue, and they'll say only Tuesdays and Fridays. All right, two days a week, and then only on Tuesdays, or only on Saturdays, you can water the lawn. And so that's terrible for a person who has a, a a lot of plants and flowers or a vegetable garden. A yeah. vegetable garden is, vegetable garden is um, literalmente jardín de vegetales, vamos. A vegetable garden is una pequeño huerto. Yes, I don't know how to say where You have huerta y huerto. Now huerta I think is big. Huerta is a big area, la huerta valenciana you don't say el huerto valenciano you say la huerta valenciana area of cultivation la huerta a cultivated area you know here under huerta terreno de regadillo vegetable patch vegetable garden a kitchen garden hmm alright it has orchard orchard is the árboles arboledas Orchard. Hm. interesting. Orchard. Huerto de árboles frutales. Okay, eso sí. Orchard. Orchard. Escrito. Orchard. But huerto y huerta. Now huerto, I think is smaller. Yes. Vegetable patch. A vegetable garden. Kitchen garden. It says exactly the same thing for huerta and huerto in word reference. Let's, now let's go to Google and simply ask a simple question. Diferencia entre huerto y huerta. Let's find out. Huerta. Let's see. What's the difference? Let's see. Huerta is a large... huerto is una plantación de vegetales o árboles frutales, de pequeña extensión. La huerta es lo mismo, pero mucho más grande. Okay, and more or less that's correct. But we say a vegetable garden... A vegetable patch Como un parche en la tierra All right Donde se remueva el, la, Que se quita el césped All right Huerto Terreno de mayor extensión que el huerto Destinado al cultivo de legumbres y árboles, árboles fruta, frutales All right Huerto Terreno de corta extensión Generalmente cercado de pared En el que se plantan verduras, legumbres Y a veces árboles frutales That's pretty good All right. But I, I know the reason I know Huerta is bigger because they say the Huerta, La Huerta Valenciana. If you take a train or drive into Valencia, as you're approaching, maybe only about five kilometers from Valencia proper, you start seeing the La Huerta. It's, It's very rich, very rich area. Okay. So yes. Before blowing up, you know, I skipped a paragraph. My God. I'm doing paragraph 289 and I skipped 288. Can you believe it? I skipped means salte sin darme cuenta. También saltar por deliberadamente. I decided to skip 288. No, I didn't decide to skip it. I accidentally skipped it. Skipped it. But I'll come back to it right now. All right. I mean, no, I'm in 290 now. If it doesn't rain soon, the city hall is going to start water restrictions. That'll mean, that'll mean, that'll mean, that'll mean that, that'll mean that you can't water the plants and flowers in your garden. That'll mean, significará, eso significará, eso querrá decir. Que no puedes regar las plantas y flores en tu jardín, decimos en inglés, in your garden. That'll mean, that'll, that will mean, that will mean that you cannot water the plants and flowers in your garden. All right. That'll mean you can't water. You can't water. You can't water. That'll mean you can't water the plants and flowers in your garden, my friend. Okay. Let's go back. Let's go back to paragraph 288, which I skipped. I accidentally skipped. Are you ready? Don't talk so loud. Everyone can hear you. You have the bad habit of thinking out loud. And since you always talk so loud, too, nobody needs to read your mind. They hear it. (laughs) Okay. This reminds me of my father. Yeah. Probably the reason I wrote this paragraph last September was because of my father remembering him. Don't talk so loud. Everyone can hear you. It's not that my father talked loud. He didn't, but my father, <clears throat> my father had a voice that carried across restaurants anywhere. People twenty meters away could hear my father talking, and my sister and I we always said, "Dad, shh, quiet! Don't talk so loud." I said I'm not talking loud, and he couldn't whisper. My father was unable to whisper. And so <laughs> he had a voice that carried. All right. Uh, I can, I can adopt that kind of voice if necessary, but not as well. He, he, he had a, a natural voice like that that carried. And so, uh, so sometimes it was a, a handicap. And so we say, don't talk so loud. Everyone can hear you. You have the bad habit of thinking out loud, and since you always talk so loud, too, nobody needs to read your mind. They can hear it. They hear it. Le oigo la mente. No, no tengo que leer su mente, su de él. <laughs> la oigo. All right. No alto. Don't talk so loud. Don't talk so loud. Everyone can hear you. Todo mundo te puede oír. Claro, en español, diría, seguramente, todo el mundo te oye. En inglés, no. Te puede oír. Everyone can hear you. Can hear you. You have the bad habit of thinking out loud. And my father didn't have that habit. I do. I have the bad habit of thinking out loud. And many people take it as a plan. It's not a plan. I'm simply meditating or reflecting on an idea and uh, saying it out loud. You have the bad habit of thinking out loud. Y puesto que siempre hablas tan alto, también. And since, sin escrito, puesto que, dado que, ya que. And since you always talk so loud, too, nobody needs to read your mind. They hear it. <laughs> that was a problem with my father, I remember. In public places in restaurants or in the lounges of in the hotels and things and dad don't talk so loud, everybody can hear you Hmm. yeah, and so don't talk so loud, everyone can hear you everyone can everyone can everyone can everyone can hear you because everyone can hear you hear mandan kan up in a city everyone can hear you everyone can can no, digim nothing. everyone can hear you? No, everyone can hear you. You have the bad habit. You have the bad habit of in mal habito de el vicio de. You have the bad habit of thinking out loud. Consider both others to think out loud, and since you always talk so loud too, nobody needs to read your mind. They hear it. Can you read my mind? I think people, I don't know, people can usually read my mind because I, uh, I, I, uh, vengo de frente. I mean, I, I I don't try to hide my feelings. I wear my feelings on my sleeve, which is not true. That's exaggeration. But there's an expression in English, él lleva sus sentimientos en la manga de la camisa. He wears his feelings on his sleeve, means uh, expone, revela sus sentimientos con mucha facilidad. All right. Well, let's continue. Paragraph 291. Wow, we're really progressing. We're really progressing. 291. Uh They can only operate on Jimmy's eye without anesthesia, so he's going to have to be completely still during the operation. Can you imagine little Jimmy completely still? <laughs> I'm a bit worried. They can only operate on Jimmy's eye without anesthesia. So he's going to have to be completely still during the operation. Can you imagine little Jimmy completely still? I'm a bit worried. Uh, this is a true story. Well, this is based. This is pa- this paragraph is based on a true story of an eye doctor. Uh, I grew up in Texas in Oklahoma. And I grew up using the word and hearing the the expression eye doctor for ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologo is a long word, very technical word. And uh, I think people in my neck of the woods, we just said the eye doctor. Yeah, we say the ear doctor also. The ear doctor and the eye doctor. The ear doctor is el otorrino. El otorrino the ear if you want to be if you want to be uh specific or technical i think we say the ear nose and throat specialist ear nose and throat specialist let's see maybe in great britain they say something different let's see otorrino narín otorrino laringólogo okay ear nose and throat specialist toma exacto yeah Otterian laryngologist exists in English. I've never heard it or seen it. Ear, nose, and throat specialist. Especialista para el oído, la nariz, y la garganta. Ear, nose, and throat specialist. All right. Ear, nose, and throat specialist. And so but when I was growing up, we said the ear doctor. We didn't say the nose doctor or the throat doctor. was the ear doctor. My mother said, I'm going to take you to the ear doctor. <laughs> I'm going to take you to the eye doctor. Doctor de ojos, do, doctor de orejas, oídos. The ear doctor. All right. So, uh, but in any case, I remember talking to a, an ophthalmologist, an, ear, an eye doctor here in Spain many, many years ago, maybe 40 years ago, a long time. And he was describing an operation he had performed the week before on a three-year-old or four-year-old boy, An, an eye operation that didn't, he couldn't use anesthesia. And the little boy had to be completely still, quieto, quieto. And the little boy, and it was a little boy who was a wild kid always running around un- uncontrollably wild but the little boy had enough gumption enough intelligence to uh, stay completely still during the operation perfectly still according to the eye doctor i'll be right back <music>
2: Tell me you want to do ten more push-ups. I want to do ten more push-ups. Very good. Ask me if I'll tell you to do ten more. Will you tell me to do ten more? No, I'm going to tell you to do twenty more. Ask me if I care. Did you care? No, twenty more. Come on. Ahora más oportunidades. Sigue entrenando tu inglés. Con tu mejor entrenador, un profesor Vaughan. ¿Por qué no aprovechas tan bien ahora la hora de comer para poner en forma tu inglés? Apúntate a un curso de inglés trimestral por videoconferencia. Seguro que siempre has querido probar el famoso método Vaughan, pero no hay un centro Vaughan en tu ciudad. Aquí tenemos la solución ideal para ti. El método Vaughan en una clase por videoconferencia. Con los profesores mejor formados para subir un peldaño tu nivel de inglés. Disfruta de todo el dinamismo e intensidad de una clase Baugan, ahora en videoconferencia. ...y en una plataforma rápida y de fácil instalación. Nuestra avanzada tecnología permite que nuestras clases por videoconferencia... ...tengan la misma velocidad e intensidad que una clase en el aula. En tan solo un par de clics podrás acceder a la plataforma y empezar tu clase. Y recuerda, prueba de nivel gratuita. ¿A qué esperas? Entra ahora en grupobaugan.com barra clases videoconferencia. Fácil, cómodo y muy eficaz. Sigue poniendo en forma... Tu inglés. Sí, dígame. Hi, Pedro. This is Siobhan, your Vaughn teacher. Uh, welcome to your telephone class.
0: Oh, hello, Siobhan. Uh, how are you doing today?
2: I'm great. Uh, so let's begin by reviewing the present perfect. Have you ever
0: been to China? no I haven't. ¿No tienes tiempo de ir
2: a clase? ¿Quieres que tu profesor Vaughan te dé clases por teléfono cuando mejor te venga? Entonces te va a gustar mucho nuestro nuevo programa de clases telefónicas de Vaughan. Infórmate ya en el 911335833 o en grupovaughan.com. Los cursos trimestrales de Baugan son programas presenciales muy exigentes e intensos cuyo objetivo es aprender a hablar inglés, por lo que el enfoque es 100% oral. Podrás elegir entre una o dos clases semanales de dos horas, dos horas y media o tres horas en horario de mañana o tarde, siendo compatibles con cualquier horario laboral. Tres meses de formación continua donde el alumno irá mejorando el nivel de forma progresiva y constante. Llama ya, infórmate en el 91 133 58 Comienza bien el año con nuestros trimestrales. Personaliza tu horario y elige las clases que mejor se ajusten a tus necesidades. Porque aprenderás con nuestro método. Aprenderás inglés en un ambiente dinámico y estimulante, aprovechando al máximo el tiempo. Cursos trimestrales de Baugan. Contamos con los mejores profesores de inglés del mercado. Seleccionados mediante un riguroso proceso de formación que solo superan los Mejores capacitados. Un método exigente y eficaz. Cursos Vaughan. Llama al 911-335833. 9 911
1: Hello and welcome back. All right, second half hour of today's Monday edition. Monday? Is today Monday or Tuesday? I think today's Monday. Yeah, Monday the 28th. Of February. It's the last day of the month. Yeah. It's not Tuesday the 29th because a Tuesday the 29th doesn't exist this year. In two years, yes. In two years' time, Pedro Sanchez will turn 13, I believe. I think he's 12 years old now. Pedro Sanchez, as I've said many times, was born on February 29th. So he's 12 years old. I think he's 50 years old. So he's 12 and a half He turned 12 when he was 48 and he'll turn 13 in two years time when he actually turns 52. All right. So, so I wonder if they celebrate his birthday or he celebrates his birthday on the 28th or on the thirty, on the 1st of March. I wonder. Happy birthday to you. I would say probably it's more correct to... uh, to celebrate his birthday on the 1st of March. Because his birthday was on the day after the 28th of February. And so every year, the day after the 28th of February is usually March 1st. Every three out of every four years. But let's go on. We're on paragraph 291. And we're talking about little Jimmy. Jimmy, he's four years old. And he's a very Restless little boy. Winkieto. 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 A very restless little boy. Little Jimmy. But he needs to have an eye operation and it has to be performed without anesthesia because he needs to keep his eyes open. All right. I suppose they could keep his eyes open artificially when he's anesthetized, but I don't know. they can only operate they can only operate on Jimmy's eyes without anesthesia. Anesthesia. I say anesthesia. Como si te fuera una té simple. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. You I'm not sure what the correct pronunciation is of this word. Anesthesia. I'm going to check if I can hear it. I'm going to check right now. I'm going to try pronunciation of anesthesia. Let's hear it. Just a I can hear it, but you can't. I think. I'm going to listen for a moment. Anesthesia. Let me do it one more time. Anesthesia. Okay, I'm listening to a British pronunciation. Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Alright. Anesthesia. Hmm. Let me try one more. One more. And we'll see. Anesthesia. That's. All right. Anesthesia. In both, you know, according to what I'm listening to, both in the United States and in the UK, it's pronounced anesthesia. Sonando la T-H. El ceceo de la T-H. Inglesa, suave. Anesthesia. 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 Hmm. Maybe I'm. Uh, maybe I've become contaminated by Spanish. You say anesthesia, and it's anesthesia, anesthesia, anesthesia. It's interesting because it it sounds a little bit like the youngest daughter of the czar Tsar and czarina, Anesthesia. Anesthesia. Okay, they can only operate on Jimmy's eye without anesthesia. So he's going to have to be completely still during the operation. Can you imagine little Jimmy completely still? I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried. This is the father speaking because his son, his little boy, four years old, little Jimmy, crazy wild Jimmy, has to have an operation on one of his two eyes, one of his eyes. But they can't use anesthesia. And so he's going to be awake. And you can imagine little Jimmy, first he's going to be terrified. Terrified because the, the eye doctor or the ophthalmologist is going to insert something in his eye. And so they can't use local anesthesia nor general. It's not going to be really painful. Very, very slightly. Much like an injection. So little Jimmy has to be brave and still. (laughs) <laughs> to be brave is ser valiente. To be still is estar muy quieto. Be still, be still is estar quieto. Stay still, permanece quieto. Be still, be still. So they can only operate on. In English we say to operate on. Me, me van a operar. They are going to operate on me. Or I'm going to be operated on. Es, es una, un verbo rarísimo. Voy a ser, voy a ser operado en... Así lo no decimos. I'm going to be operated on. Fue operado, él fue operado en ayer. He was operated on yesterday. He was operated on. Crazy way of saying it in English. In Spanish, often, fue intervenido. <laughs> he was intervened. Sounds funny in English. To intervene is intervenir in una... in una guerra o algo. But not, not the human body. Una intervención quirúrgica is an operation. A surgical operation, an operation. And the uh, salade. How do you say salade? The operating room. I can't remember how to say that in Spanish. But in any case, little Jimmy, he can only be operated. They can only operate on Jimmy's eye without anesthesia. So he's going to have to be completely still during the operation. Can you imagine little Jimmy completely still? <laughs> I'm a bit worried. That's paragraph 291 about little Jimmy. They are going to operate on him. Yes. And they're going to do it without general or local anesthesia. So it's going to be extremely important that Jimmy doesn't move because it's a very delicate operation. And his eye could be damaged if he moves during the operation. So he needs to be completely still. Can you imagine little Jimmy completely still? I can't <laughs> oh, this is a tr- apparently this is a true story that a uh, an eye doctor, an ophthalmologist told me many years ago about an operation he had performed, I think the week before, and he said the little boy was remained completely still. Of course, I think maybe he was terrified. <laughs> but in any case, he remained completely still. Okay, let's go on to paragraph 292. It's really heavy, uh, but I think between the two of us, we can lift it and carry it to the living room. The problem is getting it through the door. We may have to turn it sideways. Did you understand? It's really heavy, but I think that, I think between the two of us, we can lift it and carry it to the living room. Uh, the problem is getting it through the door. We may have to turn it sideways. All right. I get the impression maybe they're carrying a table and they want to carry it to the living room, which means it's not in the living room right, right now. Maybe it's in the den. Maybe it's in the kitchen. Maybe it's in the dining room. Maybe it's in one of the bedrooms or maybe it's outside and they're taking it into the house. But the problem is, is it's, it's pretty heavy. And so they, Two people at least need to lift it in order to carry it. It's really heavy. Esto pesa. Esto pesa. this is really heavy. But I think between the two of us, entre los dos, podemos. Between the two of us, between the two of us. I think between the two of us, entre los dos de nosotros, Literally, the two of us. I think between the two of us, you and me. I think between the two of us, the two of us, the two of us, we can lift it and carry it, levantarlo y llevarlo. We can lift it and carry it to the living room. The problem is getting it through the door. The problem is getting it through. Consiguiendo que pase por la puerta. In English, we're more efficient. Getting it through the door. We may have to turn it sideways. We may. Puede que tengamos que ponerlo de de lado. To turn it sideways. Sideways. Yeah, de forma lateral, de de lado. Let's see what word reference says for sideways, for a good Spanish equivalent. Sideways. ¿Ways con ese al final. Sideways. Sideways. Lateral. De costado. Yo he dicho, A- hacia un lado. De lado. Ahí está. De lado. Sideways. De costado. All right. So, you understand what I mean. So, it's really heavy. It's really heavy. It's really. 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 Because it is really. It's really. Conectamos. It's really. It's thrill, 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 it's, real. it's really. Practica este fonética un poco, ¿eh? Para ir ganando puntos o ganando terreno en el dominio fonético del inglés. It's really. Y solo dices esto y otros parecidos mil veces. Al final, it's really. It's really, it's really, it's really. It's really heavy. It's really heavy. But I think between the two of us, I think between, I think, but I... But I, but I, but I, but I, but I. But I think, but I, es que la T al final de, but, es que los britannicos, sobre todo, in London, insertion, but, but I, but I, they skip completely any type of consonant sound. And it's really heavy, but, but I think, but, it really heavy, but I, but I think, but I think, but I, but I. So it's radically different between the United States and some areas of Great Britain. Quite a few areas, probably. Now, in Queen's English, or posh English, they would say, it's really heavy, but I think, but I, but I, con te. But I think, between the two of us, we can lift it and carry it. All right. More or less. I'm not a good, I'm not good at copying British accents. Thank God I'm not an actor who has to, uh, emulate the British accent. You know, if I, if I were Hamlet, you know to be or not to be that is the question i think i would say it in american english to be or not to be that is that is not that is that is to be or not to be that is the question to be or not to be that is the que- that is that is the question that's the question my friend that is the question whether 'tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune etc., but it's really heavy. But I think, but I think between the two of us, we can lift it and carry it to the kitchen. The problem? The problem is getting it through the door. Getting it, getting it through a través de la puerta. The problem is getting it through the door. We may have to turn it sideways. Well, very typical These types of problems are very common in a person's life when they're carrying things from one room to another. Turn it this way, that way, and you have to. Sometimes it takes 10 minutes, you know, to get an object through the door. But you can do it. It just sometimes requires an engineer and or an expert in geometry. Let's see. (laughs) Wow, this this object requires some trigonometry. (laughs) Who knows? But in any case. Let's move on, shall we? To paragraph 293. I'm doing a lot of paragraphs today. As I was telling you the other day, we should uh, seriously look into opening an office in Tampa. More than 30% of the population there are retired people. Just our target market. All right. Fine. Go ahead. Open a new office in Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida. Is a very important, it's probably the second biggest city in Florida to tell you the truth. Ranking of cities in Florida by population. The problem is, okay, the biggest is Jackson. Well, okay. When you look at the population of cities in the United States, you need to remember that the Establishment of the city limits, the limits of a city, which means a termino municipal, is very different from one city to the next. For example, in in Florida, the largest city is Jacksonville with 950,000 people. The second largest is Miami with 440,000 people. Now you 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 would probably be surprised. Miami has only 440,000 people. All right. Now let's look at the let's see. Ranking Florida cities Florida cities metropolitan area And let's see. A different ranking. Okay. List of metropolitan areas in Florida. Okay, now. Here we have. Number one is Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach. Six million people. The second is Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Clearwater. Three million. The third is Orlando, Kissimmee, and Sanford. 2.6 million. And the fourth is Jacksonville. one point six. So you see that Jacksonville, if you're looking at the metropolitan area, is number four. But if you look at only the city limits, the population of the city proper, Jacksonville is the biggest city, by far, double the size of Miami. So, um, but in any case, for me, when they say metropolitan area, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, that's pretty far. Because to, to drive from Miami to West Palm Beach we're talking of almost an hour I mean if we go into uh, Google Maps and we go to Miami Miami, Florida and let's calculate how long it takes or the, the distance to West Palm Beach I've been there many times well I've been there only once to West Palm Beach to Palm Beach to West Palm Beach, and let's find out how far it is. Come on. Lo sentimos, pero parece que tu consulta sobre cómo llegar en avión. En avión, no, quiero un coche. Okay. It's 71 miles, one hour and 13 minutes to drive from Miami. And they include that in greater. You know, if they include that in the, in the metropolitan area of Miami, then you need to include the city of Guadalajara. In fact, you need to include Segovia and Toledo in the uh, city limits or in the metropolitan area of Madrid. I mean, when you think of the metropolitan area of Madrid or what what we often say greater Madrid, that would include, of course, cuatro vientos, con mostoles, Out out the Extremadura Highway to include um, up to Las Rozas, outside of Madrid, up to Las Rozas. Going north on the Burgos, it would include mm, Tres Cantos. No, it's too far away. And going out the uh, Burgos Highway, it would include Alcobendas and San Sebastián de los Reyes, but not San San Agustín de Guadalajara. That's not Greater Madrid, it's too far away. Going out the Barcelona Highway, all the way to Alcalá de Henares, probably. We would include Alcalá. Going out the Valencia Highway, all the way to Rivas, Bacio Madrid, perhaps Arganda, maybe. And then going out the uh, Andalusian Highway. I would be Verde, but that's part of Madrid proper. But I wouldn't include, maybe Valdemoro and Pinto, Pinto y Valdemoro, maybe. And going out to Toledo Highway to Fuenlabrada. But not Iescas. That's already in the province of Toledo. That'd be Greater Madrid. But I don't include, uh, I don't include San Martin de Valdeglesias. I don't include Chapineria. I don't include, uh, Villalba. It's too far away. There is another way of saying the area of influence. I don't remember what we call that in the U.S., the area of influence. And that can be even bigger. Yes. I mean, if you look at ways of calculating city population, city population, there are different ways. Estimating population sizes of cities, there are different ways. I'm doing it. But I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. It's called the area of influence. But I can't re- It's not called the area of influence. The city's area of influence. There's a word for that and I can't remember what we call it. City's area of influence. The area of influence. Concept of city influence. And I'm still trying to find it. Forget it. But of course, for Madrid, for the area of influence, you need to include Yescas, definitely. And you need to include probably Guadalajara, the capital city of Guadalajara, on the area of influence. There's a lot of people who live in Guadalajara, commute to Madrid. They commute to Madrid. Okay, but let's go on. We're on this paragraph number. I don't remember. Let me find it. Paragraph number 200 and... 200 and what? I've lost my place again. It's really heavy getting it through the door. I oh, know we're on Tampa now. That's why. Tampa, Florida. Okay, that's the second biggest metropolitan area in in Florida. Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Clearwater. Okay, as I was telling you the other day, we should seriously look into opening an office in Tampa. More than 30% of the population there are retired are retired people, just our target market. More than 30% of the population there are retired people, just our target market. I wonder, I really wonder, what percentage of the people in Florida are retired? 19.1% of the Popula- Florida population is 65 or older. That's the highest percentage in the nation. Almost twenty percent of the people that live in Florida are over 65 65 or over okay yes yes, states ranked by retired sta- ranked by re- retired people. All right, we'll find out. The best and worst states for retirement. Well, this is different. <laughs> okay. Which states have the oldest populations? Well, let's find out. Which states have the o Maine is number one. Florida is number two. West Virginia. Okay. All right, but these are people because, all right, people who have retired. What? The worst states to retire in. Let's see. The worst states, the best states. Let's see. The most expensive states for retired people are California, Oregon, Alaska, Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, Vermont, and Massachusetts. The cheapest, the least expensive are Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, the typical states. Yeah, they're the least expensive. So if you want to retire to the United States, go to Texas. It's one of the least expensive states. Okay, as I was telling you the other day, as I was telling you the other day, as I was telling you the other day, we should seriously look into opening an office in Tampa. We should seriously look into opening an office in Tampa. More than 30% of the population there are retired people. Just our target market. Just our target market. Just our target market. Blanco, un blanco con Diana is a target. In este caso, mercado objetivo. Target market. Por favor. Fíjate en la pronunciación. Target. Get. ¿Cómo se dice conseguir? Get. Target. G No digáis target. Please. It's very common here in Spain. It's target. And many times people in business use this word, the English word, when they're speaking Spanish. No, nuestro target para el próximo año es. And they are automatically telegraphing that they don't speak English very well. To telegraph, no es telegrafiar, es mandar señales sin querer de que su inglés es de pena. Si target. So don't say it. Target, 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 target. As I was telling you the other day, we should seriously look into, deberíamos seriamente investigar, look into opening an office in Tampa. Como te decía el otro día, as I was telling you the other day, we should seriously look into opening an office in Tampa. More than 30% of the people there Our retired people, just our target market, and just in time for me to say goodbye. Have a great day, okay? A great evening. See you tomorrow.
0: to have some fun, practice your English, and test your knowledge with all your favorite Vaughn Radio presenters. And it's all happening at Roll Madrid. Calle Amaniel 23. Come for a night of fun, trivia, laughter. Every month, it will be hosted by a different Vaughn Radio presenter. Wednesday, March 2nd.